everyone and welcome to Sunday Vibes at NST Podcast, the show brought to you by the team behind Sunday Vibes, the New Straits Times Lifestyle Sunday Publication. My name is Intan Maizura and I am the football-loving, coffee-drinking editor of Sunday Vibes. And in case anyone's remotely interested, my team is Tottenham Hotspur and I'm a proud Libran. Hi, I'm Eleanor Koshi. I'm the senior writer of Sunday Vibes. I love food, I love coffee, I love birdwatching, not necessarily in that order. But hey, welcome to our podcast. Yes, and the Sunday Vibes at NSD podcast is essentially an extension of our print product. An informal Borat club, if you like, where Elena and I will be sharing our thoughts, views and stories on a range of topics that we hope will resonate with Malaysians from all walks of life. So why not you just sit back, relax and enjoy the vibe. Our topic today is definitely something that's very familiar with all Malaysians. Actually, no, rewind that with everyone around the world right now. It's lockdown blues. But before we go on with the show, allow me to introduce once again our special guest host. She's Karen Ho, a former broadcast journalist and currently a freelance media communication specialist and a contributing writer with Sunday Vibes. Hey, Karen. Thank hey, you for coming Hi, ladies. Back. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, great of you to come and join us. Hey, Elle, how are you doing today? I'm good, Intan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So looking forward to this show. You see, my I'm dressed, you know, um, in line with the theme today. I'm wearing blue. Karen's looking I'm blue, I'm feeling guys. blue. I'm looking blue. I'm feeling blue for sure. <laughs> All right. So yeah. since everyone's feeling blue, that's perfect for my first question, which is, what shade of blue is your lockdown blues currently at, guys? Hmm. Turquoise. Oh, you're turquoise. Oh, yes. oh that's lovely and yes. so serene. Isn't it? Do right. you want to explain why? Maybe. Oh, simply, I just like turquoise. It's a very cheerful colour. It's light. It's not, you know, um, not the deep, dark ocean blue. You uh-huh. know? It's just a nice blue that you use for the sky or for the sea. I think I'm a moody shade of blue. Oh, I think it, it sort of a speaks um, Ooh, speaks that, about my state of mind. That sounds ominous. Do you want to? Um, it's it not ominous because you know blue is always a calming color as far as I'm concerned. But uh, a little bit moody because you know we have all been a little tired of the lockdown. I suppose you know it's been two years. Has it been two I've years? I've lost track. A year and a half. Uh, we started in February or March, I believe, last year. So now it's a year, a year and a half. I'm with Karen on this one. I'm a turquoise. Oh. I'm a turquoise shade of blue right now. You know, cheery, calm, tranquil. It just reminds me of all those happy moments when I was on holiday in the Mediterranean. You know, For looking, you. <laughs> looking out to the sea in wonder and pondering the endless possibilities out there in the horizon. And you know what? The pandemic is really the unknown because we don't know what's at the end of it. However, it's filled with new promises, new journey and it's really a journey of exploration. So mine's turquoise, guys. I think it's a sort of a new state of mind. We can't, we can't look with the same lenses we used to, you That's know, in right. the past. That's right. My hmm. next question then is, what's the one word that best defines your life under lockdown? Elena, I'm sure you've had oh, a dear. you've had a thought you about this. You put me this. on the spot again, Intan. Right. <laughs> I'm just looking for one word. One word. Yeah, that best defines your lockdown life. Oh dear, I have many words. No, let's let's just one stick to word, one. Maybe isolation. Ah, isolation. Would I you, think that would be 
that Can would best describe the feeling that I had um, at the initial phase of the lockdown. Right. You right. know, because we are all such social creatures, you know, we had our routines, you know, the people we meet, the places we go, and suddenly it was just, you know, the four walls and trying to figure out, you know, eh, how did it even come to this? Right. You know, what about you, Karen? What, what would describe your... Well, I had two words. Uh, I shall not reveal the first one, but all I'll say is uh, the word starts with L and rhymes with crazy. Um, <laughs> the second word... <laughs> I hope I'm not alone there. So the second word, um, which I... Th- well, it's kind of related to L's word. Um, my word is introverted. Uh, ah. Now, it doesn't mean that my personality is introverted during the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um it doesn't describe, you know, the way I am normally. It's just a temporary thing, I hope. Um, I just mean introverted in the sense that I found that I became more introspective. I'm sure we all did. And that I became very comfortable with my own company because um, I live alone. Um, and I also reduced my time with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, yeah, so introverted because I, I felt that I was using that time to really focus on myself. You know, there are some people that were juggling so many things and you know but I use that time to look inward and to examine reflect you know and and think yeah me well how can I be a better me during this time and intern what about you oh my god after all that deepness I know right I just wow okay what best <laughs> defines my life under lockdown mine's very simple it begins with s and it's not a rude word it's shoppy <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, oh I wait. feel you. Oh, wait. She in. I think I've got that right. How, yes, okay. For those yes. who don't know what she in is, it's actually, uh, it's an online, um, what is it? It's, it's an online clothing shopping store. Platform. You know, clothing. it's like a plat- platform to shop for clothes. It's a shopping platform. Correct. Guys. And you know what? I, I mean, I know this sounds really stupid, but Shopee defines my life under lockdown. You know, the joy I get from hearing the doorbell ring and the distress I feel at the silence and and the distress I feel when I realize I don't have anything in the basket. Does any does anybody oh, understand? I completely relate to you, but mine was Lazada. Uh, <laughs> Disclaimer: This show is not sponsored by Lazada or Shopee or Sheen. <laughs> but we're welcome for know, sponsorship. But to be honest, I don't know how that's pronounced. Is it Sheen? 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 Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's something new I learned today. Yeah. So 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 that defines my life under lockdown. I mean, it's become a favorite pastime. You know, it's like the moment I get spare time to myself I'm onto the phone and scrolling to see you know what possible new outfit I can get you know and and I think at the end of it it doesn't even matter what's going to come through the post or what you know the nice JNT express man's going to bring as long as there's something and as long as I hear the doorbell ring I think that makes my lockdown experience that much sweeter this is so sad I know but I think I, I mean I feel you because every time the door rang and the delivery guy was there he was my best friend right you know it didn't it didn't matter that I paid for it but it felt like <laughs> I, it was Christmas all over yeah, again right? I was getting a gift you yeah. know waiting to unbox something yeah. oh the feeling is so good but you know guys what did you miss most during this lockdown what have I missed most I guess it's being able to travel interstate 
I mean, I mean the big travels. You know, I'm not talking about that because that's definitely something that I've missed. Because normally, you know, in in a year, I would probably plan two trips. So one domestic, oh no, tell a lie, more than one domestic, and you know, um, one overseas. But I think the one thing I've missed most would be the interstate travel to go to you know the food that's out there mm. that we have everywhere oh, around yes. the dif- different parts of the country that's the one thing I've missed what about you Karen? Yeah uh, mine is pretty similar to, to yours in Tan and I'm sure most people miss travelling so definitely I'm a huge fan of travelling I love you know, exploring new countries and even, you know, going to our own domestic, uh, um, you know, backyard, you know, all our, like you said, you know, our local trips as well. And also besides that, the food aspect, because we are Malaysian, right? So, and I miss that whole experience of dining out. You mm-hmm. know, it's one thing to order food or to cook at home, but oh, the experience the of dining out, you know, is not just about the fresh food, but it's also the social aspect, you know, the ambience, you know, the whole thing. Um um, but the one thing that, you know, um, I do miss, which you might not um, expect me to say, but I miss um, I miss hugs. That's oh, yeah. one thing that I haven't yeah. had oh, for yes. a long time. I miss um, that. Yeah, you know, um, and like I said, you know, if you, if for those who are living at home alone, it's not like you've got family or, or people, you know, around you in, in a home to give a little hug, you know, on your birthday or something, you know, some other occasion. So I, I you know, I miss that. I also miss the um, the daily trips I used to make to my local cafe. You know, where I have my own corner in the cafe where you know where I'd have my coffee and I'd be able to just you know put my laptop on the table and start doing work and just watch the world go by as I continue sipping coffee and you, you know, know the joy the joy of people watching yeah you know? and and just yeah. being able to be to be out there you know I think I I, I miss that That's you know what I miss most guys and. Really, this is this is something I've been struggling with since the first lockdown. Good freaking coffee. <laughs> I do not understand why Klang does not have good freaking coffee. Are you I, sure there's no good coffee in no, Klang? No, I have tried, I think literally I've tried a, quite a number of places, you know, and I've been sorely disappointed. But what and about online delivery, Al? I mean, can you can other places from other districts, you know, deliver to you Klang? You know what they say about Klang, right? No. Because everybody who, who knows, you know, everybody says that, you know, to get to Klang, you need a passport. <laughs> you know, it's literally the backwaters. They used to call it the backwaters, you know, the edge of nowhere. You know, you for need anybody, your passport. For any Anybody hailing from Klang who happened to be listening, um, please excuse Elsa. <laughs> little rant. Little rant. <laughs> they, might, they might actually agree with her, the I lack think, of coffee. I think they might agree with yeah. the lack of coffee. I mean, seriously, guys, there should be at least one good coffee shop out there. What about um, making your own, like having a machine? Have you thought of that? Is there a machine that that's, can that's fulfill your needs? Be, that's going to be the last resort, you know. But I you really can order like from Shopee. They have coffee making machines, no? Ah, oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like to buy mine. All right. <laughs> I like the, the whole idea of you know looking at the cute barista ah. making mm. my cappuccino. The smell of coffee the permeating of, in the air. Yes, you know, wafting in, and you breathing in those fumes. I mean, seriously, I, I really miss good coffee. I get you. The other thing I really miss is because I'm very. Uh, I come from a very close knit family, and I cannot remember when was the last time I got to visit my uncles, my elderly uncles, and my aunts and my cousins. I really miss that because we used to go on weekends, you know, to pay a visit 
to our relatives uh, because they're all scattered, you know, outside of Selangor. But um, that's something that I think I really miss. And I can't wait, you know, to be able to... Yeah, I'm sure everyone misses their family very, very much, right? Mm, Mm, That's right. Okay, I've got another question Mm. from MCO 1.0 to wherever we are at now. I've lost count, you know. It it just seems like so long ago. It's like a distant memory, you know, MCO 1.0. But... Can you share how life as you know it has evolved? What was MCO 1.0 like for you guys? <laughs> is, it, is it like so long ago that you've forgotten? Because there's this pause. Well, um, okay, I'll, I will admit that uh, I had to check my diary. I keep Aww. a journal, yeah, um, partly it's because I have um, selective poor memory, so I forget things. And I knew that I would forget what happened last year, and I didn't want to forget. And also I wanted to have a little record of, you know, 2020 and, you know, to be able to look back, you know, the following year and say, okay, this is what happened. Because I couldn't remember, honestly, you know, the whole year was a blur, right? Um, and um, so I'm just trying to see whether I have a copy of that that write up the page because I took a um, a little I wanted to share what I wrote <laughs> from from my diary okay here it is okay sure. so um, it's just a little thing I mean it's not a literary you know effort here it's just something very straightforward and casual so this was written on 3rd of January 2021 was that when it started? no 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 but this is like um, this is a post kind of reflection ah, okay? Mm-hmm. okay so um, I wrote this in January early this year to look back on 2020 and I said um, still can't believe 2020 is over. Back in March, when the MCO um, slash lockdown was first implemented, getting through the year seemed like a weary, impatient, uncertain journey, um, especially when I wanted to travel so much. And now here we are, and I'm full of gratitude. Wow. So, um, yeah, and I, I proceed to list down a few highlights. Just, I mean, these are positive highlights, not the bad stuff. Mm. But I do, it did trigger my memory that, you know, this was a time last year when um, so much uncertainty. We didn't know what, where we were going to be in terms of um, the vaccine. We didn't know when we could travel, when we could go out, when we could dine out. So the uncertainty was very overwhelming for me. The good thing was that I was very busy with work. So that kept me very busy and I was very, very grateful. That was one of the reasons why I was grateful. What about you, Al? Can you remember all those long, long time ago? All I remember was killing a lot of plants. (laughs) You got Um, into, you became a gardener. I tried to become a gardener. You know, know, initially it felt like, hey, holiday! You don't, don't say, have to go to don't work. Don't say that Woo-hoo. too loudly. <laughs> okay. Well, initially it was. It lasted all of I think one hour. Um, you know, saying that okay, I've got all this time, and um, yeah, and then I started having a lot of uh, plans. You know, I needed. I wanted to do a room makeover. I wanted to have a garden out in my balcony. You know, it's like a little self-contained area for me to chill. And I, I do remember MCO one point um, you know, uh, Shopee and Lazada were my best friends. I bought a lot of plants. I killed a lot of plants. Nothing survived my balcony. Yeah. So I think I was an official plant killer mm. during MCO 1.0. Right. And how yeah. has that evolved? Are we still killing plants? Or? Uh, I've given up on plants. Right. 
Um, that didn't take too long. Yeah, then. I've given uh, it. It lasted the whole of MCO 1.0. Wow, that's not bad. Because I tried, I tried. You know, I tried flowers. I've tried leafy plants. I've tried vegetables. Nothing survived me. I it just I had to come to a realization that listen, there are only some things I really cannot do, and one is to keep my plants alive. Gosh, I that sounds that. like me. Yeah. That sounds yeah, like me. Same. I, I didn't same even bother. Well. I didn't even bother. Yeah. My my MCO 1.0. Actually, yeah. I was you know to be honest, I was quite. Excited because it was unexplored territory. You know, for once, I didn't have to, you know, join the rat race of going to work, braving exactly. the traffic. So I thought, oh my god, I've got so much time. What do I do? So with the precision of an army major, I actually did sit down and plan how I was going to fill my time. Aside from work, of course, you know, I have to say that I did work as well. However, I remember thinking that this was the perfect opportunity to explore things that I have never explored. So one of the things I got into was art. I started yes. painting, and suddenly, you know, I was visiting YouTube art channels to see whether I could, you know, try my hand at uh, acrylic painting. And I spent so much money traipsing up and down the art shop at the curve buying acrylic paint. <laughs> I did the same, remember? Oh, we all did the <laughs> oh, same. Yeah, we all, all went through that phase. Yeah, For some reason, yeah. we thought that we were artists during MCO 1.0. I mean, I also devoured hundreds and hours of videos online and, and I was actually triggered by the fact that I really liked art to begin with anyway. Uh. So I had, and I had paints already in my, my cupboard which I dusted off so it was the perfect time to rediscover an old interest so uh, and I still have it till today the interest and uh, I went a bit mad as well recently oh you but still have it I still have it yeah I still have it you know it comes and I, goes I still have my paints mm-hmm. but uh, I've not uh, actually picked up the brush yet I have my drying paints I have my paint splattered um, what do you call it Palettes, Palette. palettes, and then I have my expensive brushes, and I swear my wallet got really thin during MCO 1.0. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it all went to paint. I think it's I a worth. I think it's a very good investment because it's not just you know, uh, it's creative, it's uh, it's productive, it makes you feel good. It's also very expensive. Mm-hmm. No, acrylics are not expensive. Seriously. Oh, I also, aside from painting, uh-huh. I also dusted all my board games and pulled them out. Ah, so I ah, revisited yes. Scrabble nice. on evenings. I had my time plan, you know, four o'clock after lunch would be Scrabble time or it could be Monopoly. It'll be, you know, calling friends to come over. That was a time when we could actually have people in the house. So I remember board games came out during the early stages of uh, MCO 1.0. And I thank, uh, you know, heavens for grab food. Oh, yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, so that was also my go-to thing. But thanks, Grab, you know, I've gained at least 10 kgs <laughs> ever since uh, MCO 1.0. But it's a pleasurable gaining, I oh, think. Oh, yes, absolutely. Right. Hey, guys, absolutely. what's been the hardest, the hardest thing that you've had to adapt to? And how have you been able to go about it? Karen? Um, Well, I've actually adapted very easily. I think I'm one of the few lucky ones because I already work, um, before the pandemic, I already work from home because I'm a freelancer, I'm self-employed. So um, most of my work is done behind a laptop, which I can do remotely anyway. So I've been very, very fortunate. Um, But if there's one thing that, uh, there's one challenge that I can think of, it relates to work. Um, Now, as a freelancer, I also do freelance voiceover work, which means that I usually will go to a recording studio, pretty much like the ones we are in right now. So, um, but 
under the lockdown, you know, we were not allowed to go to studios. And um, most, a lot of talents will have their own home studio. They'll have their own recording setup. And I did not have that. So I sort of dilly-dallied and I made excuses. Oh, it's too technical. And I don't know how to use the software. And I have to buy a microphone. And I don't know how to use all this techie stuff. So I put it off for about a year until I was finally persuaded to buy a microphone and and basically get on board because otherwise I'm losing out on work. So I did that a few months ago and um, again faced with the whole technical phobia of like how do I use the software, how do I get the microphone to work properly, how do I sound good and make sure that I I give the client the money's worth or what they expect. So that was a bit of a nerve-wracking thing for me because it involved learning something technical, something new, which I hadn't done before so I um, I'm still learning I haven't got over that yet but uh, yeah just a little challenge there for me I think the hardest thing was uh, battling my innate laziness you know because suddenly there was no routine because I'm a creature of habit you know, I I go to work. I you know, after that I have my gym, or you know I have other things to do. And suddenly I was faced with this space of time that I needed to manage. You know, and for me that was the biggest challenge. You know, having this time, and and it is not that I was, you know, completely free, and you know I didn't have work. I had work, but it was just time management. You know, learning to manage it. On my own, learning to set myself routines, you know, learning to, you know, getting up at a certain time and doing things at a certain time, you know, because for the first few weeks of MCO 1.0, it was it was rather hard for me to get into the swing of things, you know, because we get up in the morning, we battle the traffic jam, we put on our radio, we go to work and suddenly the, those were taken away and you're just left with this space of time that you have to manage you know you have to so how be on did you of. overcome that then did you set a great time? difficulty mm-hmm. absolutely uh, great difficulty i i think i it's still my struggle till today cuz i am a beached whale at heart <laughs> on we no. all i channel that on a daily basis <laughs> but you, you must know? have little attempts every day to try little right? attempts so what do you do what do you little do little attempts like waking up Wake in the up. morning <laughs> you know getting out of bed rolling I mean, normally into, you wouldn't, is it? You wouldn't normally get out of bed. <laughs> you have a choice. You know, it's like beach to a laugh. Sitting there, oh, that's a laugh. First laugh of the day. Right. Yeah, just lying there like a beach whale and watching the fans circulate. Or playing with your phone and game apps, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Was and hoping too- fervently mm. that your boss would not be suddenly doing <laughs> a video call and discover I know, right? that you are still in bed and you have bedroom hair. I always have bedroom <laughs> hair. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's very That's true. That's one thing I miss. Yeah, you know, the nice hair. I don't have nice hair anymore. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm completely different from Elle, actually. Um, I don't think I found it hard to adapt simply because I'm a creature of routine and I do tend to establish a routine which makes for me very comfortable life. I My usual is I get up, I do get up, I'm not a natural beach whale, I wake up very early in the morning, I sort myself out, I get my lunch, I know when I have to sit down and face my laptop. And I always, always make sure that I get my coffee first. You know, that's my sanity. Um, And then I'll be back by my desk. But I did have a solution. Oh, you do? You know, waking up early. Right. I got myself a pandemic pup. 
Yeah, she got herself a dog. A That's it. Oh, it's a puppy. Right. Yes, and Abby wakes me up at 5.30 a.m. Ah. without fail every day. Not Thank by you, choice. Abby. Not by choice. Not by choice, but at least now I'm a morning person. Oh, wow. Mm. You know? Well done. So you do get awesome. up early now in the morning yes, for absolutely. the puppy. Yeah, for the mm. puppy. Right. What would you consider has been your lockdown win or victory, guys? Keeping my puppy alive. <laughs> Not the plants way. Huh? Yeah. I failed with plants. I couldn't do this to a pup. <laughs> I'm so happy for the pup. Uh, I'm really glad to hear that. You know, she's alive. She's eight months old now. And, you know, she's healthy and she's happy. And that's my biggest victory. Because when I got her, she was a sickly pup. Yeah, because it was a rescue pup. Right. And, you know, guys, if you're thinking of having a pandemic pup, Think again, please. Yeah. Please think yeah. again. You know, it's like having a child. Yeah. You know, and taking care of that child. The responsibility, the, whole the expenses. responsibility weighing on my shoulders, you know. And I had to cut down on my shopping in Lazada because Aww. I needed to take care it's of the expensive, pup. Right? It's expensive, It's expensive, man. <laughs> it is. So that's a lesson for everyone who's what, thinking, yeah. you know, to get a pet. Please yes. think understand. again. Yeah. Okay, yeah. think again. What about you, Karen? Well, I mean... I have a, I had a similar experience except I rescued a, a kitten um, who was a bit sickly as well but I, I was more of a foster mom I didn't keep the kitten because I knew that one day when the barrier the, the boundaries rather um, open up I'd be traveling so mm. um, I kept her for a while and uh, you know did the usual and then uh, found her a nice home so but um, back to the main question which was um, your lockdown win I would say you know remaining healthy I mean in mm. you know in perspective health has been the number one priority and I think the fact that myself and people around me friends and, and family have remained healthy I'm, you know, I think that's a victory against the virus itself and um, you know uh, basically adapting well to all the uncertainty and all the, the gloom and doom it hasn't been easy you know every day we're faced with, with other gloomy news or rising numbers so I think maintaining our mental health you know, I think if we can still, you know, put, um, get out of bed, you know, and do what we need to do, I think that's a victory of some way. And well, yourself, Intan? Me, I would consider my lockdown victory would be the fact that I've been able to remain optimistic and positive. I think that's been my biggest victory. For some reason, I've not allowed the doom and gloom to permeate my life as I know it. I've just been able to adjust and adapt. And I think that's great for my sanity. And at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, if I can still get to my coffee... Mm. Life is gonna be <laughs> life is gonna be all right. And I have six cats, by you the see, way. Because you're not living in Clang. That's probably why. Yeah, but take away the coffee, and there will be chaos. Ooh, that, uh, her then, sanity will ooh, will be rocked. Will be rocked. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I just want to ask another thing. What's the one word to sum up the last year and a half of life in the time of COVID? I just want one word. Eh? Surreal. Oh, Surreal. Nice. Right. What does that mean, Al? I mean, it's it's like you're in an episode of Twilight Zone. Ooh, I remember that. That, mm, that you that. can't mm. seem to, you know, see the ending. Ah. But you're just in this endless loop that goes on and on and on. But I mean, it's not entirely bad. But it's just a feeling of, you know, I can't believe that mm. just a little over two years ago, mm. life was so different, yeah. you know. Yeah. And now you can't even, like Karen says, you can't even hug. And I'm a pathological hugger. Are you? you know, I am, <laughs> Are I am. You? My sisters call me a pathological but hugger. But you've never hugged me. 
Okay, but oh. that's because of the lockdown. <laughs> good, good Blame save. it on the lockdown. Good save. I will. And but you? I am. I am. So it's it's surreal that you know we can't do those things. You know, I mean, um, everything has to be done with a mask. You know, you got to get yeah. vaccinated. I mean, those are things that you need to do. But it's just so surreal, guys. I mean. It's it's just like an episode of Twilight Zone. Never I think. in a million years would you would you have thought that we'd be going through this kind exactly. of life, right? Yeah. In time, what about you? What's your word? Pause. P a u s e. So mine is literally a lot of things I had planned. You know, I have plans to travel. I have plans to do more weekend driving. I have plans to visit. I have plans to visit my parents in London. But everything's been put on pause. But it's not a bad pause. It's like delayed gratification for me. So I have a lot of things to look forward to, because I'm sure this is not going to be forever. And eventually, you can lift the finger off the pause button and rejoin life and enjoy life as we know it. Maybe in under the new normal, but that's not a bad thing. At least it's still something. So pause is the word for me. Nice. What about yeah. you, Karen? Oh, you guys are so smart. No, no. my word. <laughs> okay, so my word is um, lesson. Ah. Because I feel that we've all, well, hopefully we've all uh, learned something. But I think this whole experience um, is teaching us something in some way. You know, it um, it's about either adapting or not taking things for granted. Um, it's also, you know, I think been teaching us um, to be aware of our strengths and weaknesses. You know. Um, and yeah, so I think it's given us an opportunity to learn, you know, so that's why I felt lesson to me anyway was something I would use. I've just got one final question. Everyone, give me one personal tip to beat the lockdown blues. I think it'll be quite appreciated by those who are experiencing it. Elle, do you have one? Do something you love every day. You know, yeah, I think you just need to to enjoy what you're doing you know to keep your mind off um, you know the doom and gloom just do something just one thing every day you something tell me you what's love. the one thing that you love doing El? playing with my puppy and painting that's, oh, no, that's two. two things that's two it's okay Those have two more things. Than Sorry, you can have you're many. a writer you're a writer <laughs> you, can, you can have two what about you Karen well mine's related to what El said it is about you know I do definitely fully agree it's about doing things that make you happy but for me I'm putting a um uh, a little spin on it. I would suggest that make a plan. I'm a I'm a planner. Okay, oh, you I'm, the, are. I'm the kind of person are. that you know believes that you need to have to think about what you're going to do. Don't just randomly, you know, on spontaneously. I want to do this yeah. because if you mm. don't have a plan, that means you haven't thought through. That means you haven't um, got a particular goal in mind. You're just sort of floating around without mm. an anchor. Absolutely. So having yeah. a plan anchors your your goal to be happy because not many people know might know what makes them happy they might think oh you know shopping online makes me happy but maybe it's I but would it suggest does. yeah it does Yeah, but I my suggestion my tip is to make a plan to have small targets okay so sounds if you're, like hard work <laughs> no, no, like, no 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 like one dress a week I well, know right well I mean a small target that will basically help to shift your mindset from negative to positive whatever makes you so, happy so yeah so Coffee. for those if you're already happy like say these two here you know in the, in the studio with me they're already happy go lucky anyway right they know what makes them happy Woo-hoo. but for those who are finding it a little bit hard to find that that ray of sunshine in their lives 
you know, then um, make make the target smaller. Maybe like, yeah, you know, have a coffee or try a new recipe or, you know, walk 5,000 steps a day, you know, whatever it is. Or make a video call with a long lost friend. Have little things. Right. Okay, just like that. All right. Mm. All right. So following that, my one would probably be similar to Karen is to establish a routine. Just get up, get dressed and try to keep your timing as normal as possible. And when you have time to spare, just find a world that you can escape to. Like for me currently, it's redecor. So it's a world where I get to design living rooms. I get to work out what colour the tiles should be. So guys, you have to check it out. It's an online decorating game. I know, we're obsessed with it, right? We're absolutely Mm -hmm. obsessed and it keeps us happy. I know, and I haven't done it today, by the way, so I'm right. dying to go back on the game. Apparently. Mine is Project Fashion. Ah, ah so I you saw see, that. everybody's mm-hmm. got something to do, and definitely while the time give, away. I give people makeovers. <laughs> people makeovers, we give homes. Ah, <laughs> see? But it's not just winding the time away. I mean, it makes you creative. It's yeah, productive. Actually, right? it's very you learn. Pro- it's yeah. educational, right? That's right, that's right. And on that note, I mm-hmm. think we've established that we're pretty, we're making full use of this lockdown time, and it's not completely blue you know we've got turquoise and we've got dark shade of blue so that's cerulean, not too bad you know cerulean cerulean yes Azure. that's right oh goodness i have to go back <laughs> and so oh, yes. cerulean blue. i paint I as well have said right that. because we do painting three of us right right so, I... right, so for for <laughs> listeners who don't paint i think you better google all these words right right guys thank you so much for yet another rocking show and um, we've got to conclude but before we go let me remind everyone out there listening not to forget to get your copy of the Sunday Vibes which is inside the pages of New Sunday Times. We've got great stories guys. We do, we do. Failing which, if you cannot get your copy of the New Sunday Times on Sunday which happens quite often, you can always what can they do Al? Well they can go to www.nst.com.my look out for us Sunday Vibes. We've got a whole load of great stories for you. I keep repeating myself but it's true. Definitely true. Well thank you Karen for coming on board again you know more outings with us and you're going to be part of the furniture I think and that's not a bad thing right oh absolutely not yeah we're quite nice furniture thank you girls it's been a blast as usual so I look forward to another session you know um, chit-chatting over some tetaric perhaps coffee please oh coffee for you girls yes all right (laughs) thank you everyone for listening and catch up with you again the next show bye bye guys bye